What's going on, people? Welcome back to the Macchiato Podcast. I'm Raj, chilling with you, Caramel Macchiato. Uh, I'm recording this quite late. This is like Sunday already, uh, Sunday afternoon, but I'll just publish it straight away. It's all good. Uh, it's, there's a, quite a downpour outside, so if you can hear it, I hope uh, hope you enjoy it. Yeah, the weird uh, ASMR thing going on. Uh, crazy week, man. It's been a crazy week. Uh, my first week of being 27. It's been crazy. Uh, holy shit. Uh, I think I can start. I mean, work-wise, it's not bad. It's pretty decent. Uh, and then I managed to get a few people interested to come for the show that I have. Uh, I'm putting up the Midliner show where I get 15 minutes on February 10th at the Lemon Stand, which is about $25. Uh, so do catch that. Do come on down. Um, I don't even know why I'm plugging this because like whoever listens to this podcast, I speak to you in person. So it doesn't matter. Uh, it's, it's a good week, man. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff happened. Um, I think, I don't know if I mentioned this in the previous episode, but it, th- there, is a, there is a little bit of a uh, parallelism going on to what happened uh, last week. So Jinx, you're one of the most you know, successful comedians in Singapore, right? One of the best local comedians. Um, when we were speaking, he actually, he addressed me by my name. And I didn't know that he knew me. Uh, he knew my name. So I was very touched. And then crazy shit happened uh, this week. Fuck of us knows my name. He was talking to me because I did that uni show, which he ran. And uh, he said he was impressed with the set. You know, he said, and I can tell that you've done a lot of uh you know, open mics at the Lemon Stand because you are very seasoned. You know, it's it's nice and, uh, you know, you're not just telling jokes. Your stories, you know, tight. You're using the tools in the arsenal, you know. Uh, so I, I was really surprised and pleasantly surprised that Fakafaz was like, he knows my name. Uh, so we had this conversation because I went, I attended his show on Wednesday. It's Faz Night. It was great. Uh, everybody was there, you know, Jackie... Uh, calm, Colin, Siraj, and I loved their performances. And uh, it was nice to talk with Fuzz before, and we were talking about his specials and all that coming up. Like, what's the process? And, uh, you know, we were talking about how Colin's got a special coming up, Jackie's got a special coming up, and uh, it's important to really, like, push out all this grade A material and go back and write new stuff, right? Don't just, you know, what's what, you're just holding on to this stuff for, for years, and you, you want to get it out. You want to get it out, and uh, maybe it's not about the money, you know. They're putting, they're recording the specials and putting it on YouTube, you know. Like that's what Colin's gonna do. Uh, Jackie's gonna do it on TikTok, so he's gonna record a special, which is like an hour, right? He's gonna cut it up into bits and put these bits on TikTok. So I don't know what's the limit for TikTok videos, but if a bit is three minutes, right? Uh, then can it fit into a TikTok? Uh, okay, TikTok videos were only one minute long when the app was launched. Now they can be up to three minutes long. Okay, uh, so 15 seconds to like three minutes. Okay, I think uh, Jackie, will, Jackie will be able to do very well. Um, DC's back in town. DC is the guy who I spoke to back in the Mary Lion days. Uh, and he told me about his comedy journey and we had a good chat. And I haven't seen him in like three years. And uh, we caught up. I saw him like three or four times this week. <laughs> crazy enough um and he was like oh man i really want to catch your set i want to see how much you've grown and uh he only managed to catch my very last set this week which was uh last night 
Um, however, it was probably one of the most special sets uh, I've done in my life, and I'll explain why later. So DC is a great guy. Um, it's it was very nice to talk to him. Uh, he gave me a lot of advice, how the thought process, who, who are your inspirations, and to uh, not write in silos. You know, write in groups, give each other pointers, because so you can see different perspectives. You know, so someone can have a great tag for you, and you just need to. You just need to dig through. You need to awaken that. It's a team effort. Yeah. So that was awesome. It got me thinking. That's why I, I wanted to sh give a... I put a, put a message in the Midliners WhatsApp group so the six of us can like discuss writing stuff. We do a Zoom call and then like share our ideas and our sets and then get some critiquing and like, oh, this can be improved, this can be tweaked and that kind of thing. So that was great. Fuzz night was great on Friday. I took leave on Thursday and uh, first night I was good on Wednesday. I took a leave on Thursday and Friday. Uh, Friday night, I opened for DC. I was the first act. It went well. Yeah, it went well. Yeah. Um, seven minutes. I kind of mixed in some old stuff with new stuff. And it. I, and I mean, like, it wasn't perfect. It was like a 70% hit rate, uh, which is, I'm pretty happy about it. And I think it gave me a idea of a good tight five. Yeah, which is what I'm working on right now. And then that tight five, I can take it and put it in other places, other open mics, which I'm only given five minutes and then that can open doors for me. So it's good. It's it's good to use fertile ground um, and then use it to help you plant seeds in other fertile ground. Because I realize, like, I'm thinking about other comedians in the scene, right? Very few who, very few started at the lemon stand. You know, a lot of more guys started at Blue Jazz. A lot more guys started at, like, CATC. Um, like, the people who are at the midliners level. So, it was very interesting to see. I'm, I'm, like, one of the few. But maybe that's my fault. I don't know. I should have I should have been more proactive in looking for open mic slots. I don't know. Let me send at the lowest barrier to entry. So, and I love Liam. So, it's all good. So, anyway. The craziest thing... Uh, you guys probably know when I mentioned it last week, I got a slot at ECC and that was last night and it was amazing. I did a great job um, and the organizer, Prem, really liked it. DC liked it. I was like, yes, I did it. You know, I fucking, I was like, I was a bit nervous before, when I, before I went up, um, but I was like, eh, it's just, does the venue really matter? I've been doing stand-up for so long and I love stand-up so much. Just show... Show them how much you love stand-up. The venue doesn't really matter. It's not like it's not like this is the Olympics or something, you know? Yeah, it's a pro night. You know, it's a really high-level night. You know, Sharu was there. Uh, so, like Rishi's wife, Sharu. Um, I don't even need to say that. I'm sure you guys know who Sharu is, but Sharu Chana. Uh, it was so good. And then, like, my girl asked Prem, like, so can you put him in the, can you put me in the WhatsApp group? And he was like, uh, three times. So I need to get on ECC three times and kill each time so one down two to go so uh I'll, I'll i'll see how i can get a slot in the coming months and then slowly work my way into the whatsapp group you know i have i have time i have i have a good amount of time anyway the lemon stand is gonna phase out uh friday night shows so i can go to ecc on friday nights just to watch um i did sign up for like a competition called the punchline and the midliner shows on friday as well but other than that i can totally hit hit uh, ECC and at least watch and help out that kind of thing so 
it's a crazy week because a lot of comedy stuff happened. Uh, Fuzz was there at ECC as well. He's like, I heard my, uh, he's, I heard your set, and he gave me a fist bump. I was like, whoa, recognition from fucker Fuzz. Like he knows who I am. He's like giving me fist bumps and shit. I was like, whoa, this is, it's quite a moment for me. You know, it's quite a moment. It's like, I'm, I'm one of the new guys who has proved his mettle. You know, who's proved that I'm not just doing this for shits and giggles. Okay, th- actually, that doesn't apply to comedy because you are doing it for shits and giggles. Not your own shits and giggles. Okay, you know what? Fuck it. What I'm saying is that to be recognized by a professional, that's, that's big. That's big. I hope, um, I hope he doesn't forget and I'll make sure he doesn't forget. I hope to keep banging on this door get opportunities, maybe work with him, work my way up, you know. Uh, but it's not like, again, I, I, I keep saying this. It's not about reaching that milestone. I love the process. I love writing. And I spent, uh, I don't know how many hours writing today. You know, I'm reaching the end of my notebook. I have like legit, let me see. I have like, let me see. I have, I have one page left. Yeah, I have essentially one page left of my notebook. And I'm going to move on to my next 8-4 notebook. I love writing. I love stage time. I love talking to comedians. I love watching stand-up online. I love just listening to comedians on podcasts. I, I read transcripts. Like I read the transcript of Louis C.K.'s special, of Anthony Jeselnik's special, of Kevin Hart's special. And I read the transcripts and I'm like highlighting and stuff like that. I'm like, this worked because it's a callback here. This worked because it's a rule of three. This worked only because of the cadence of the joke, like the rhythm of it. Like Jerry Seinfeld when he does jokes, there's a rhythm to it. It actually sounds like a song. A lot of comedy is a lot more like music than just someone doing deadpan, just fucking pop, pop, pop of uh, set up, punch, set up, punch, set up, punch. The rhythm is very important. So that's good, you know? Now that I'm, now that I'm singing songs for my girl on our anniversary, making a cover and shit, and she enjoys it so much, working on my cadence, I'm working on my tone tonalities stuff like that so i gotta give a shout out to my girl it's been a tough week for her uh crazy week at work the boss is demanding as hell uh she managed to pass me the birthday gift so because my birthday is also on our anniversary uh made it such that the gift she gives me is also beneficial for her so she got me a new perfume and i love it a lot it's a chanel it's a blue de chanel uh, perfume it's amazing it smells awesome and uh, i'm gonna be wearing it often and so thank you, baby. Uh, I really appreciate it. I'm going to wear it all the time with you. Uh, and she loves it. Like, I would say she loves it more than I do. She, she keeps sniffing me and shit. So, uh, gentlemen, uh, if you ever want to know one secret cheat code, you know, if you're single and you want to know how to get girls right, smelling good is like half the battle. Yeah, smelling good. Sometimes you don't even have to look good, you know. I don't look good. No, I'm kidding. I'm handsome. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's been... So it turns out, like, when Liam describes me, he was like, um, you're a tall, skinny Indian guy with curly hair. I was like, okay, so that's my, that's how I look, so I'm going to play into it, you know. I didn't realize how skinny I was, but it makes sense because I'm so plant-based. I'm eating more salad and stuff. Like, I'm doing low-calorie shit. I'm running a lot, but, you know, I don't really care. It's, it's too expensive to do anything else. So let me just do this sustainable shit. Uh, it's, uh, episode 69, guys. Woo! We've made it. Kind of, lah. Next week would be really good. Next week will be $70, which is a milestone that I want to hit. Uh, so episode 70, which is 
which means I've paid $2 per episode. And uh, I want to hit episode 140. Yeah. Something I say all the time. I might as well make merch and put it on there. Yeah. Feels weird, huh? I'm just thinking about... So, DC asked me for my Instagram and I was like, I don't have it. It was very hard to believe because I'm 27 and I don't have Instagram. Uh, but I don't know. I'll just deal with all these questions as they come. I really find it difficult to go back. Um, I feel like it's not worth it. I would rather shine through my writing and stuff like that, you know, because social media to promote your work and stuff like that, like to promote your material or your crowd work and that kind of thing. I'm just like, nah, nah, I just, I want to dig into that rabbit hole, you know. I'm I'm a very annoying person. Like, I don't I don't even pay for Spotify. I don't pay for Netflix and that kind of thing. Cause, okay, it's, it's because those things to me are kind of like a waste of money because I don't really use them that much. If I have time, Right. If I'm on the train, I read a library book. Right. Zero dollars. Right. If I'm at home and I want to kill time. Right. I'll be reading a book. I'll be writing. I'll be watching stand up on YouTube. Um, and so that's just that's just how it is. You know, it's I'm not trying to be stingy. It's just I think about it. It's like, well, it's just not worth the money. I'd rather you put the money to better use. You know. That's that's just the way it is for me, you know. I'll, I'll uh, <laughs> I can't say I'll join back because I really don't see that happening. Life is much better on this side. Lah. Oh, one cool thing that happened. Uh, I found, like, I was trying to figure out, because I'm trying to do a few things in a day. Like, I want to, I need to go to work and then I can do a workout between work and comedy, uh, between work and, like, dinner. And so, like, work, uh, then workout then dinner, then comedy, right? And I was like, well, so far I've always, I was only able to run. I was like, I can't really do my uh, resistance training, which is just my body weight training, like a bunch of pull-ups and a bunch of dips and leg raises, that kind of shit. Uh, and I was like, thinking, what, wow, what's the one near to the office? So I, so I don't need to go all the way back home to do it. I need, I need to do it near the office so that I can go back to the office and shower and then go for dinner and everything is free and easy. And my first idea was to try the spots up, which was good only like one percent of the time 99 percent of it sucked the showers are terrible right um the pull-up bar had a nice view that's the good one percent but like the pull-up bar's paint was chipping off so when i dismounted the bar right my hands were just silver just silver annoying as shit so there's another uh there's another like excise corner with like pull-up bars dip bars and that kind of thing actually more than that uh, near the office it's actually at gardens by the bay it's next to like milo's m-y-l-o and it's a pretty good fitness corner there's a dip parallel bar for dips there's uh pull-up bars there's like gymnastic rings kind of thing yeah and uh let me think there's a whole but it's basically it has everything that i need and but it's like a 20 minute walk from the office so i gotta walk 20 minutes i can run a lot maybe run is uh 15 10 minutes no 15 15 15 yeah and then i do the workout then i can jog back or walk back um so that means like for me if i'm if i'm doing a run and i'm showering right the total time spent will be one hour i think if i'm doing this body weight workout and showering the total time will be 1.5 hours which is actually fine because sometimes i can i can spend that extra 0.5 hours it's not that big of a deal. So that's a that's a good thing to figure out. 
and uh, view is actually quite good as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm really glad. I, I life has a lot of obstacles, man. This is like almost a metaphor for other things in life also. Um, the sweetest part of life is overcoming these bitter obstacles. That's like, you know, f- you have you have kind of triumphed over adversity. That's a it's a huge ego boost. You know what I mean? Like you feel like oh, okay, I can do. Not like, oh, I can do anything now, but I can now do the next thing as well. You know, you finish question one, then you have a little bit of confidence to finish question two, and you finish question three and that kind of thing. And then before you know it, the MCQ is over, your O-levels finish, and then you go JC, and then you realize that you hate every subject you studied and you wanted to do comedy from the start. But that's a different, I think that's a different episode. Yeah, it's a different episode. Let's keep episode 69 lighthearted. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, trying to do everything, man, trying to do everything job uh relationship fitness comedy trying to get enough sleep sleep is a bit challenging now um i'm trying to figure it out uh even with less caffeine and that kind of thing it's the problem i have is i automatically wake up at like five plus or six you know which is annoying because like i want to sleep eight hours so if i sleep at like 12 i want to wake up at eight you know i want to do a relative jump not an absolute jump you know what I mean? I want to make a relative jump, which is eight hours from now, as opposed to an absolute jump, which is whatever time you sleep, you get up at five. You know, absolutely just pop. I got to figure that out. Uh, I don't know how. Um, so far, it's just the only solution I can think of is wake up and then sleep back or wake up and then like go about your day and then take a nap later in the afternoon. Um, that's not healthy. So I got to figure out. Got to figure out. I, like not, I don't want a body clock. I want a body timer. You know what I mean? Um, but that's only on comedy nights, which is half my week. So, ah, jeez. <laughs> so exasperating. But I mean, it's, it's worth it. Lah. Yeah, it's worth it. I'm glad uh, I get to spend some, sp- spend some time with my girl as well. She comes to like, every comedy night. You know, she comes to support. She feels like that is, it's a point of pride to support your loved ones. So, it's something I appreciate all the time. Uh, it's not easy, right? And uh, she's sometimes bored of my jokes. So I try to make a little bit of changes here and there. Really put in effort in the writing to actually make her laugh. Because if she's used to my set and I put in something that makes her laugh, means it's new, it's fresh, it's creative, right? Then that's a, first of all, it's a great challenge, right? It pushes me as a comedian. And second of all, it gives her a little bit of a treat um, or like a reward for you know sitting through all these other comedians some good some bad waiting for me recording for me you know taking the train all the way from home to the city area to watch my show taking the train all the way back uh at the end of the night so you know we go home together like all these things like all this effort um i don't want her to feel like it goes in vain you know i appreciate all of it and i'm always trying to improve things with us such that you know, both my loves, comedy and my relationship, comedy and my girlfriend, to be more specific, coexist and maybe even help each other. So far, I think uh, comedy is a selfish one. Comedy is a bitch. She's getting help from my girl, but my girl's not getting help from comedy. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on that. And uh, it's a learning process, it's a journey. This is uh, one of those obstacles that uh, I know I can overcome. And when I do, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a sweet day. It's going to be a red letter day. Yesterday was a red letter day. You know, first time at ECC. 
just is amazing. It's like wow, you know, like that much laughter on like on that next level, you know, of a pro night. Amazing. I'm so grateful. All right, guys, hit 20 minutes. Can't ramble more and more. I'm running out of shit to talk about. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed episode 69. Catch episode 70 next week. And uh, that'll be fun for me because I'm halfway to breaking even with this microphone that I bought. Peace.